Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Imperfection Wins podcast, a podcast that is focused on spreading a message of encouragement, grace, and authenticity with a focus on life, leadership, and service to others. Today, we have a short but really exciting podcast update for you. There's a lot going on over here. So first off, let's talk about Gary. Awesome Sauce Gary, to date, has made close to 200 hearts that have gone out all over the country. As some of you know, he has also added crosses into his art repertoire. And there have been so many cool moments that have come out of my work with him. Actually, the other day, I was in a store that I frequent, and one of the salespeople saw me and ran up to me and said, Oh my gosh! Look at what I carry around with me every day. And she reached in her shirt and pulled out her heart. Another person told me that she keeps her heart in the cup holder of her car and it reminds her that she's enough and doing just fine. And I also received a message from someone that had asked for a cross and told me that she took it on a high anxiety trip to Tahiti with her and that rubbing its smooth edges helped her feel calm. I've actually had listeners make donations toward the hearts and crosses, and I even had one listener order 100 hearts and crosses for a church in New Orleans. It really is an amazing example of ripple effect. Now, I do have one sort of hard update about Gary and one ask for all of you. Our sweet Gary is going in for neck surgery in mid-July, just a couple of weeks from now. It's something that he's actually needed for a very long time and is expected to have a good recovery. But in the meantime, will you all just send him all of the positive energy, vibes, prayers, and strength you can muster? He needs it, and we need him. The next update is a business update. Well, true to form, I have taken on too much. It's a great problem to have because it means that my business is growing, but it sort of has me spinning. So I'm so happy to announce that I have hired a summer marketing intern. I'm so happy to introduce all of you to Meredith Berry, awesome marketing intern, social media phenom, and fun friend. Welcome, Meredith. I'm so glad that you're here, and I was hoping that you would tell us all a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Meredith. I grew up here in Bellevue, and I'm a junior, going to be a junior at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, California, where I'm majoring in communications. In my free time, I love to play tennis, snow ski, and wake surf. And like Sam, I really do have a passion for people and helping people. I'm hoping to pursue a career in marketing after I graduate, so I'm really excited to get the chance to be Sam's marketing intern this summer and help her grow her podcast. Well, I am so thrilled, and I just want to give everybody just a little bit of background on Meredith and I. So I have known Meredith now for like 13 years, and I've known her since she was little, and our families have had a lot of fun together skiing and boating and doing water sports, and um, things are now coming full circle. So Meredith was our, was tiny and then our babysitter for our children and then our house sitter as she grew up. And then now to share this professional experience with her is just really fun. And one of my very favorite things to do is to mentor um, younger professionals. So I'm so glad that you're here. And I was hoping that you would share with everyone what you are most excited about working on and learning this summer. 
yeah, this summer, I'm really excited to just first get my feet wet with learning how to market a brand that I really believe in and help you gain a significant following. I've truly enjoyed listening to all your podcasts so far and hearing you speak. And I think that your message is really relatable, especially to my younger audience too and my peers. A lot of the topics that you've brought up in your podcasts are issues that I face in my daily life. And I think that a lot of other people do too, but they're too fearful to admit them and really confront them. Mm-hmm. I think that your message is so unique in that it's completely real and imperfect, of course. So it is very encouraging and it has already made a difference in my life. And I think that everyone can benefit from hearing your words. So I'm really excited to help you get your word out there. And hopefully I can give you a little insight into how to tackle your social media. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I'm also just really excited to work beside you. You've always been such a positive mentor in my life since I was little. And I'm excited to work and grow in an environment where I know that I am valued. That's awesome. Well, I am really excited about all the help you're going to give me in my social media and my marketing. Um, So, of course, everybody, one of the very first orders of business was to help Meredith get familiar with my podcast and brand. So she's been diligently listening and had the chance to see me me speak, actually, with a group of young professionals about imposter syndrome. So, Meredith, I'm curious about your thoughts on the content like imposter syndrome. Does it feel relatable to you? Because I think before you'd seen me speak and listen to the podcast, that might have been the first time you'd heard that term. Yeah, it was definitely the first time I actually heard the term, but it definitely existed in my life. I just don't think there was an actual term for it yet that I knew yeah. of. Um, but I think it's super relevant to my um, age group, especially right now in the time where I'm going to my junior year, mm-hmm. thinking about what I'm doing after college. I think that perfection is something that younger people are fixated a lot through high school and college and then beyond. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me when I was listening to your podcast is I think you said something, you talked about something, how, um, you don't have to be the best to add value. You just have to be willing to try. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, um, I really remembered and kind of stayed with me. And, um, it kind of made me think about how I think it starts with being super vulnerable in situations, which is something that I know I'm working on. And with that, being okay with making mistakes, feeling kind of embarrassed in situations and overcoming it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I'm vulnerable in situations, I feel like I have my best outcomes or best success. I believe that it's also crucial for everyone as young professionals in order to grow and unlock your full potential, Mm -hmm. especially in today's super competitive environment. Mm -hmm. That's true. Competing to get into college or um, get an internship or job. I feel like it's just super prevalent mm-hmm. to college students and um, people getting ready to enter the workforce. Yeah, I know. It's so true. I mean, it is so hard to not play the comparison game. I mean, it's so easy, like in your life and all of our lives, even as adults. And like I said, I've been working on overcoming a lot of this um, for most of my life. But with social media and just the competitive nature of our society, we can just get totally trapped in playing that comparison game. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really easy to get caught up in that. Sometimes I catch myself comparing to other people 
thinking kind of, oh, I'm smart, but I'll never mm-hmm. be as smart as this person. Or I got this grade in a class because the teacher is easy or the class is easy. Um, but I think it's really important to remember that everyone has like their own gifts, as you mentioned in the podcast. And you kind of just have to find out what those gifts, um, how you can use your specific gifts to your advantage and to other people's advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I tend to undervalue myself sometimes when I get yeah. nervous or in uh, high stakes situations. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the thing is, is that I think I'm starting to realize I, I had this suspicion before, but now I feel it even more strongly as I start talking about this more. Everyone does like just about everyone of all levels, all ages, all careers, um, seems to go through a period of time where they undervalue their gifts or they don't know what the gifts are. And it's just like we were talking about before. It's so easily easy to fall into that trap. And the sad part is that it's a mindset, as you mentioned, and it really can impact performance. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely a psychological thing. Like once I get that little, um, thought in my head, then it takes over my whole mind and I'm just, I feel like I'm filled with self-doubt and fear and it definitely affects my ability to perform and I don't perform my full capability Mm -hmm. or my full potential. Um, I actually have a recent example this past weekend. I was playing tennis tournament with my dad and during one of our matches, we lost the first set and immediately after that, I was getting discouraged and I was like, okay, the match is over. They're better than us. We're going to lose. And I mean, deep down, I knew that wasn't true. I knew that we could beat them and that we could fight. And then my dad kind of pulled me aside and was like, play your game. You're not playing your game. Pretend like in your head we're winning and they're losing. And that really changed my whole mindset. And when I just had that, those positive thoughts of it kind of gave me confidence in my head. And we ended up actually winning the match. Um, I think that learning how to view your mistakes as more of a natural process and um, not more of a question of your abilities can help cultivate self-confidence, which as a younger person is really critical Mm -hmm. to grow and reassurance in your abilities. It's so true. And I, I love that example that you shared about the tennis because I'm always trying to talk about this imposter syndrome from a standpoint of it, it really showing up in a lot of different areas of your life, not just work. Um, and that's why I feel like it really does impact everyone. But I also, what I love about the example that you shared is that you also overcame it. And so it shows two things. One, that it can show up in any area of your life, but two, that you actually can overcome it, especially with practice and intention around it and just sort of changing your mindset about it. Um, And I think that you and your dad ended up making it to the finals, right? We did. Congratulations. That's so awesome. Well, um, that's, that's a really good example. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, also in your podcast and your speech, I felt like it was relatable to young professionals when you're talking about making sure that you feel valued and respected in your workplace, whether that's from your boss or from your fellow employees. And I feel like that's something that, um, resonates with my friends and my peers right now. And that also needing of external validation to feel accepted and to feel successful and accomplished in the workplace. 
Um, I found this is definitely a common theme amongst my friends who are telling me right now who have their first summer internships Mm -hmm. and they're always, they're complaining how they're always being asked to work overtime and they don't never want to say no because they just want to show their determination to their boss. And, um, I think this is something that you really need to think about external versus internal validation. Mm-hmm. And I think as young professionals, this is where the content on your podcast really helps. And it can really help us find that internal validation of our value and our abilities to help us grow mm-hmm. and gain self-confidence. Yeah. I, I am so glad that you feel like it's relevant. It's interesting because I so remember those days. I mean, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I had my first internship and, you know, I remember working so hard, feeling like I had something to prove, always being a little bit fearful that I wasn't adequate. Um, and so I wish, and actually is everyone knows that listens to the podcast. I actually have felt that way pretty much my whole career. It's like just been the last year or so that I started like actively trying to change that mindset. Um, and I wish that people were talking about these concepts more like self-doubt and imposter syndrome and fear when I was younger, because if I would have started to actively try when I was younger to change my mindset, I think it would have saved me a lot of like just those feelings of anxiety and self-doubt and fear. So um, I'm so glad that you feel like it's relevant for your age group. And it's interesting because when I started the podcast, I really thought that my target market would be women in my stage of life. And what I'm finding out as I go along and as it grows, that it actually is impacting everyone. I have people of all ages, like even up to retired men that are being impacted by the podcast and and writing me messages and things about how they've always their whole life dealt with this, you know, feeling of not being enough or imposter syndrome or different things that I talk about. I think that also um, when you're younger, there's always like a authority figure above you. There's always someone that's telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to always believe like, okay, I should do this. Like, oh, I need to do this. And so I think as like I'm growing up, I'm realizing that I need to also think about myself and like my values and my strengths and how making not letting myself be taken advantage of mm-hmm. um, so I yeah. think I'm starting to finally realize that. Yeah, it's so cool because I really feel like that value piece, sometimes, especially when you're younger you or newer to the workforce or newer to a job, you can like really have that mindset of like, oh, I have to, I have to do this. I have to do all of these things like by the world standards that make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And um, or you maybe you like make if you're treated poorly in the workplace which happens often you know to younger people um, because they're seen as having less experience or whatever and so I think starting to realize that work actually doesn't need to be like that um, and that you do need to have value and set some boundaries and um, that it is okay for you to do something and like be able to have your work and your life flow together. And sometimes it takes a while in life to find that sweet spot, but it can be done. And always, um, as you experience different managers and different workplaces, you're going to start to develop. If you allow yourself to think about it, you're going to start to develop like 
the way that you view work and the way that you are able to bring your whole self to that work and be passionate about what you do and work hard and do something meaningful. And that's something actually that now the way that work has really changed, that meaning piece is actually a requirement for especially younger generations. And, um, I think it's really cool that, that you're starting to form that and maybe you can, you know, help some of your friends see that too, through some of this work. Um, so, okay, everybody, obviously we're really excited to work together and really excited about the work that's going to be going on this summer to grow my podcast and, and my business in general. Um, I am especially grateful, as you all know, I have completely struggled with the social media thing and website and Meredith is actually taking on all of the responsibilities that give me hives truly like social media strategy and building my website and um, just all of those kind of marketing related things that I don't feel come very naturally to me. So I'm so excited to have you here and thanks so much for coming oh, on the thanks podcast for having today. Me. Excited so to be here. So really quick before we end, everyone, I want to just tell you how excited I am about the upcoming shows I'm going to be recording. Um, I decided to do a whole series this summer on resilience, and I just love this topic so much. Um, I feel like we all can use a good dose of resilience. And it's for those of you that are wondering what exactly that means in terms of how I'm going to talk about it, I look at it as the ability to bounce back to roll through difficulties, to survive and still thrive. Um, anyway, I love the topic. I have examples from my own life, but I also have been fortunate enough to come across some people with amazing stories of resilience in the midst of heartbreak, disaster, pain, setbacks. The stories are really inspiring and interesting. And I'm going to share those with you over the course of the next few weeks. Um, and I just hope you all listen and find some inspiration and encouragement. Um, and then after that, we're going to tackle self-development, shame, big topic, and gratitude. So as always, we're going to end with a quote. This is kind of a fun one, very close to my heart. And as far as I know, it's anonymous. Okay, here we go. Don't let anyone treat you like free salsa. You are guac, baby. You are guac. Thanks to my special friend and next guest, Amy Hadeen, for sharing that little lovely with me. I actually really want to have t-shirts made with that saying. I feel like we could all use that reminder every day because guac is special and expensive and you just don't find it everywhere. So let's just all remember how special we are. Okay, that's it for now. Until next time, have courage, be kind, and give yourself and others grace.